Hello and welcome to the Wise Holistic Healing Podcast. I'm Kristen. I'm a holistic healer, coach, and guide, and I specialize in helping people move through 30-day healing journeys to build consistency and progress in their goals of not only taking better care of themselves, but expanding in their personal growth. I am so grateful and glad that you made this time for yourself. And let me tell you what this short weekly podcast was designed to help you do. It was designed to help you reset and decide which energy you want to carry for the week ahead. So we'll take some time first to check in with ourselves, take some deep breaths, express some gratitude and sort through where our energy is currently at. Then we'll jump into some very gentle, very light energy work to help you move through any of the energy or emotions that are you're feeling currently stuck in and welcome the vibration that you intentionally want to hold. Now, once this is complete, we're going to move into the cosmic forecast for the week ahead. This is going to feel like a weather forecast to most, which is helpful regardless. But for some of you, this may feel like an explanation into why you're feeling the energy the way you are. And that's because you're sensitive to it. Now, during this cosmic forecast, you're also going to learn about holistic self-care and healing practices, and this is going to enhance your well-being for the week. Finally, we're going to take some time to end with talking about a topic for the week and ending the podcast on a high note. So thank you so much again for being here. And without further ado, let's dive into this beautiful and magical week ahead. Hi, welcome to the third week of 2024. How are we settling in? How's this year feeling? I know last week we felt a surge of positive energy, forward motion. And this week that's going to intensify as we're called to spring into action. But first, let's do a little check in bit of self-healing. This is best done when we're still and present. It's only going to take two, three minutes of your time. So if you're multitasking, go ahead and bring your loving awareness to yourself just for the second. Begin to take some deep breaths. Checking in with yourself. How are you doing? How was your week? What were the highs and lows? How does your mind and your mindset feel? How does your heart and your emotions feel? How does your physical body feel? Can you breathe and scan? Being present with yourself. Nobody's seeing any areas of tension, taking a nice deep exhale, letting it all go, allowing this to transmute and transform 
any energy that you're feeling that you no longer want to feel. So maybe we can even shake our body, move our shoulders up, back and down. Breathing into the places of tension in our body. Intuitively stretching and shaking. Letting go of anything we no longer need from this week. And bringing focus and holding on to the good stuff. Good memories, the good lessons. And allowing everything else to fade away. There we are, three minutes goes by so fast, but so important to do. So some weeks you may want to linger a bit, other weeks you may feel like, I don't want to sit through this part of the podcast, noticing how you're feeling. And um, I had mentioned last week too, there's there's the chance to grab a journal and kind of write down how you're feeling after each of these little mini energy self self empowerment energy healings that we're going to do at the beginning of the podcast each week you can write down some of the biggest blessings and lessons that way you can look over the entire year and go wow look at that how interesting I was feeling like this I was feeling like that I know there's some data lovers out there, so that's for you data lovers. And here we are already at the energy forecast for this week. So this week is going to be about putting your money where your mouth is. It's a week of growth. A week of growth and action. Jumping forward. So here on Monday, it's a great day for creativity the chance to nurture your inner artist and create something. So maybe you have a hobby where you love to show off your creative side. This is the day to lean into that and it even um, allows for perfectionism. So it's nice. That's because we got some Capricorn energy. So Capricorn energy asks us to look at authority and rules in our life and what rules we're choosing to live by and how um, we let others dictate power over us. So who are the people, places, or things that have power over you? What rules keep you safe or keep you um, confined? And Capricorn energy is also about hard work and taking action and success and achievement and on Wednesday we have a first quarter moon that's lining right up with that a day to tackle the to-do list take inspired action push through obstacles get outside the comfort zone be confident stop the overthinking stop the victim mentality and just take one step forward that's Wednesday for you And then on Thursday, we have Mercury sextile Saturn. So this is a great time to do some long-term financial planning, but also just to sign a contract, even if it's with yourself, making a promise, making a commitment, 
that can't be broken. On Friday, we have Mercury trying Jupiter. Time to feel the spark of living a life well lived. So this is a great day to travel, interview, uh, negotiate, do a big sales pitch at work. Um, any kind of presentation, perfect day for it. And with Venus square Neptune at the same time, it can also bring a boost in confidence and appearance. So you can dress up to just really lean into this powerful energy to end your week with a bang. And then on Saturday, we have um, the biggest transit of the entire year. So this is the biggest deal. And that's um, Pluto moving into Aquarius. So if you've been following along, Pluto has moved from Capricorn into Aquarius already once last year. This is um, around March and it stayed there um, for a certain length of time and then it moved back into Capricorn. And so now this is moving back into Aquarius and I'll be here for most of the year. It's going to transit back out in the fall just for a little bit around the election. Um, and then it's going to permanently move back into Aquarius until 2044. So, um, the last time we saw Pluto in Aquarius was a lot of revolutions. So that kind of energy, um, is with Pluto in Aquarius. It's very freedom seeking, forward thinking independence. Um, in this case for where we are right now, it's going to be very, ushering in a new digital revolution, which might seem funny because we're all attached to our phones and electronics and things like that. But this is a something completely different. Um, this energy is very powerful, humble, and kind. Um, it's not very boastful or egotistic. It's, it's strong, but it's a, it's a good, strong, kind leader kind of energy. And this is a chance for us to have our own personal revolution. So where can we have a new story begin? Are you ready to be befriend the unfamiliar in your life or step into something alien? That's very Pluto and Aquarius as well. So looking at what that means to you. Now it's also the start of Aquarius season. So that was our last check-in on Tuesday with Capricorn energy as we step into Aquarius season, which is all about being unique, being humanitarian. Um, it's I versus we in the sense that there's a bit of individualism and a bit of community mindscape in this. And this is really going to be the big deal for this whole weekend. So on Sunday, I'm doing a part two of Pluto and Aquarius because this energy can also bring themes of change and progress and power, transformation, space age themes, modern time feels, general forward thinking, community, spirituality, making peace with our shadow and looking at new ways to uh, achieve equality and humanitarian efforts. It's really cool energy. So we're going to have this for quite some time. Like I said, we're going to be sitting in this most of the year. Just going to feel wonderful because, um, Pluto in, in Capricorn is 
um, very rigid, very about structures, very about um, organization, like who runs the world, companies, <laughs> not girls, we wish, but companies, so that energy has been with us, and now we're stepping into this power to the people um, vibes, really big stuff. So now that you've heard this forecast for the week, are there any changes you want to make for the week ahead? There, are there any areas of opportunities for intentional focus that you want to step into? I like to call them trains to catch, um, energy trains. Does your energy currently align with what um, you had planned for the week? Something to keep in mind. And thanks for bearing with me as I still am all stuffed up and um, still not back to 100%, but I'm getting better every day. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, And it brings me to the topic at hand, which is taking action. So when we're not feeling our best, this can be one of the places where there's a bit of self-loathing. We can think we're deficient or lazy, um, and this can kind of stop us from taking action and we can kind of sit in this funk of, I suck, I'm awful, beating ourselves up. But I find that in the work that I do, most of the times what I really see is that most people don't take action because of the biological response from their nervous system. They're either in a fight, flight, freeze state that keeps them stuck. And I think a lot of people don't connect those dots. I think even some of the most healed and exceptional people I know, I've been able to witness them stuck in a freeze state and expressing that they just felt really tired. Um, So I think that that's one of the big things that keep people from taking action is just staying stuck in a um, nervous system response. I think another thing that keeps most people from taking action is overwhelm or decision fatigue or analysis paralysis. There's so much to do, they don't know where to begin. And so instead of taking the energy to decide what to do, it's just, um, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. It's too much to think about today. I don't have the energy. And I think finally, the last thing is burnout and exhaustion from overworking, living on adrenaline and cortisol. These things can weigh on people over time and then it can feel like you just can't get back up. And I think that we can often think instead that we're just lazy or we suck or... We're never going to get it right, but in reality, it can be remedied by taking a moment to pl- 
play the observer to scan ourselves and look at what the root cause is. And sometimes it can even be self-sabotage. I know I sat in it this summer. Everything was going great, so, well, we have to self-sabotage. And then watching that cycle and getting myself back out of it, slowly. But it first takes becoming the observer, looking, listening. And then being stronger than whatever is presenting to get support with that. Instead of allowing the pattern to continue, finding a way out. So maybe that's one small, tiny baby step. Maybe it's I drink water today. We don't have to run a marathon. We just have to take one small step. If you're like me, You've got this weird all or nothing mentality. If I can't do it all, I won't do any of it. Noticing that, accepting it, and asking yourself, and sometimes it really does take me saying, okay, out loud, like a crazy person, if you want to call it that. I think it's just a radical awareness, but saying, okay, let's check in, Kristen. Why does it have to be all or nothing? And when can we really do it all? Can we just do one small thing today? Where's the resistance? How can we get around this? What do we need to push through? What do we need to take an action step? Is that action step not really aligned? Is that why we don't want to take it? Where can we check in? Where can we shift and change and adjust? I think that it's never really that we're lazy or deficient. I think it's always that we're not willing to slow down and check in. I'd love to hear your thoughts. What do you think? What stops you from taking action? What places do you feel frozen or stuck? when you want to move forward. Maybe it's, uh, could possibly be the fact that it's an organizational problem. Doubtful, but maybe. Any, anyway, how we slice it, I want to share um, the healing practice for this week, which helps us as we're dipping out of Capricorn energy. This is the Eisenhower Matrix, um, which is a tool that can help us take action, sort through our priorities. So if analysis paralysis or decision fatigue is one of the things that stops you from taking action, this is going to be a great help. All you'll have to do is start by um, grabbing a piece of paper and a pen, a couple pieces of paper and a pen. 
brain dump every single thing that you can think of that you have to do on a piece of paper. And then on a new piece of paper, draw a line down the middle from top to bottom and another from side to side. This should make four quadrants or boxes within this piece of paper. In the top left corner, I want you to mark it urgent and important. This is gonna be your do it now category. These are tasks with deadlines and consequences. And this is the place you wanna take action first. The top right corner is not urgent, but important. These are tasks to schedule into your calendar. The deadlines are unclear, but it's important to get it done eventually. In the bottom right hand corner, it's not urgent and not important. So these are delete items. They're unnecessary tasks that are clogging up the wheel of productivity. If it's not important and not urgent, you can remove it right from your plate. And then finally in the bottom left corner will be urgent, but not important. So this is your delegate pile. These tasks must get done, but they don't require you specifically to do them. They're not important to your unique brand of magic. So maybe these are things like cleaning your house. Uh, maybe you can hire someone to do it for you. Delegate it out. I'll give you some time back. Now, you can also limit each quadrant to 10 items each, so not to be overwhelmed, but to see your progress starting. You can also color code each quadrant for a more visually appealing representation, but this is a great healing practice to help support this Capricorn energy before we jump fully into that Aquarius energy and to allow ourselves to start to feel like we have a handle on taking action in the areas that are nagging at us. And this can energetically free up so much space. We can feel so much better. So um, I'd be interested to hear how this practice goes for you. And that brings our time together to a close. So I want to end with a quote from Dale Carnegie. He's a self-improvement guru who wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he says, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit at home and think about it. Go out and get busy. So I love ending with this to help remind us to take one small step and step into that energy of confidence and courage because you're awesome. And you should feel confident and courageous in this beautiful life that you're living. So thank you so much for making the time to be here. Sending you so, 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 so much love. And I'll look forward to seeing you again next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Wise Holistic Healing Podcast. This episode was made for you with love and is proudly self-sponsored. If you enjoyed this episode, here's a few ways that you can keep this podcast alive. One, you can let me know that you liked it. This really goes a long way and helps me realize that I'm making an impact. So slide into my DMs, send me a text or an email. Two, you can share it with others on your social media, by text or by email. This helps my analytics and helps more people see my stuff. Three, you can join one of the memberships. 
free membership, self-care membership, which is only $4 a month and includes a weekly on-demand healing class and daily self-care activities, or Healer in a Box membership, which is $44 a month, includes two community calls plus access to every Healer in a Box journey. Or you can just take one of my Healer in a Box journeys at a time. You can join me each quarter as I do a new one live and you'll have the opportunity to connect with me in real time. Or you can work on with me one-on-one. Any way that you choose to support is really appreciated. And I thank you again for being here and listening to the Wise Holistic Healing Podcast.